What's up, y'all? Respect the Chat Podcast, episode 24, the Ken Griffey Jr. episode. One of the greatest 24s that ever played a game. We know we'd like to give a shout-out on the numbers game here. I'm here. I got a hat on. Rich is here. What's going on, He's everyone? got a hat on. Always got the hat. Frankie's here. What's up? He's got a hat on. It's the, th- it's the hat squad today. You couldn't hat have squad. picked a hat from this generation? I got a Notre Dame hat on, baby. <laughs> this hat is real. I got a Notre Dame hat on, and I got a Pitt shirt on. That's I'm gonna like give a the sh- hat that, that the uh, the guy at the bodega behind the cash register wears. <laughs> yes. Yeah, with the big symbol on the side. <laughs> That's his hat. Yeah, it's, yeah, shout out to the guy at the bodega. He got style. <laughs> he got style. Shout out to my brother-in-law, Ryan Negron, for the Pitt shirt on. Now, you may think I'm a Pitt fan, but I'm a not. My brother-in-law goes to school there. He's an alum. The back of this shirt says 33. No, 33 was it? Played for Pitt? Yeah. Tony Dorsett, cowboy legend. Anyway, we had a, the, privilege, the privilege of watching a great fight a couple days ago. Well, you we're too. getting right into it, huh? I missed it. We're going to get right into it. Rich, we couldn't make it, and that's okay. But you but, missed a big one, Rich. You missed a really good one. I did predict Canelo in a decision. Okay, so here it is. So the decision was Canelo Alvarez. It was Canelo Alvarez versus Gennady Glufkin. Um, and the, shout out to Ant. I, I would have much rather do this with him here because he's a Canelo guy. And, definitely. And, and it, I think it would have balanced it out a little bit. But go ahead. Say what you th- thought about the fight, and then I'll, right. I'll give mine. Definitely right. shout out to Ant. We, you know, we miss you tonight. Um, and, you know, jumps in with us and uh, gives us his, his, his great knowledge. Uh, but tonight he couldn't make it, so that's okay. We're going with the three-man hat squad. I know Ant will probably have a hat on as well. We'd be the four-man hat squad. But Ant was rooting for Canelo. Rich was rooting for Canelo. Me and Frankie were going for Triple G. And uh, Canelo won by decision, which um, I didn't see it like that. Frank, did, how did you see it? I didn't see it like that. But I will say that I don't think anyone got robbed. I think it was an, an extremely close fight. And I think it's kind of a disservice to the last fight's decision to say that someone got robbed in this one because I feel like this one was much closer. I don't, I couldn't give any of the last three rounds to Canelo, which the judge had to do to make him win right. because I feel like he did, Triple G more did more damage to Canelo in those three rounds than Canelo did to him. Mm-hmm. And the punt, you know, the strikes landed and all that stuff were just so close. That's how I had it, but I don't think anybody got robbed. Rich. Well, Did you see any of it? I saw some highlights. Okay. But uh, I sent you guys the, the scorecards, correct? Yes, you did. And all those were pretty close. There was none that were like the previous fight where mm-hmm. it was like a seven-point swing, right? Yeah. That one round? Yeah. I mean, the, the one card was? Here's my beef, though, with that. The last judge gave the 12th round to Canelo, so it wouldn't have been a majority tie. That's That was his reason, which means, he, first of all— He clearly said that? Yeah. That means, first of all, you're making a conscious decision to just give the fight to somebody, which isn't cool. Right, right. right. And, and second of all, if the fight's a draw, in your opinion, it's a draw. This, is a, this is a sporting event. It, it's not – they're making it out to be like some, I don't know, like, like drama show or something. Like, this big drama show. This is a big drama show. It, I it, heard Canelo it, hit a lot of body shots this fight, though. Yeah, Correct. and Triple G had more jabs. Canelo had more power punches, and Triple mm. G had more strikes landed. It was like, and was know. it? And didn't you say, Mike, that Canelo was the more uh, aggressive fighter this time around? Well, th- well, that's th- me and Frankie are watching it, and Max Kellerman is saying that um, Canelo from, from the jump, Canelo is winning the story of the fight. 
Now listen, Max Kellerman maybe has more knowledge on boxing than me and Frankie do. And that's based, strictly based on the fact of that, like, people just know him from SportsCenter and, you know, and he's been, he's been with HBO forever. He's got about much boxing experience as I do. But listen, yeah, I watch boxing. He never boxed before. I never boxed before. But yeah, from watching boxing, you have a really good idea of something. I don't know what it means by you winning the story. His explanation was is that before the fight, Glufkin's, you know, co- manager was saying that, Canelo needs to come to be more aggressive and to come forward. And so can, since Canelo did that in the fight, then Canelo won the story. Whatever that means. That's crazy to me. I watch the fight. That's what I do when I watch it. I don't know what the story is. I only know the, the only story I know is the one I'm looking at and, and I'm seeing what the fight is. So, okay, Canelo won power shots. Fine. Triple G won jabs. Fine. But total punches... Triple G landed 234, and um, Canelo landed 202. Triple G threw more than Canelo did, but okay, doesn't matter. And the jabs weren't even close. So if he threw more, isn't he more aggressive then? Yes, I was. I, I would assume so. Well, Canelo, Canelo, but he was, was walking, walking him down, kind of. Which is he wasn't fine, walking him down though. Well, no, I'm asking. Right, no, no, he wasn't, Rich. He wasn't, at least in my opinion. That's not uh, octagon. Control. It's not like the UFC in that aspect. That shouldn't. That shouldn't be involved in the judging decision. Ring control. You're saying it right. Should, right. It, and uh, I know. I, I said Canelo in the was day. coming at um, Triple G a lot, but how you counter that is with a good jab and Which, landing the jab. It, and that was what Triple G was doing. That's not how he usually fights. But just because it's not how he usually fights doesn't mean that. You lose the fight because of that. Exactly. And that's the thing. And Teddy Atlas was saying that too. Teddy Atlas was Teddy Atlas, who he was going I'm off. pretty sure was a fighter at some point in his career, and I know he was a big time trainer for most of his career, said Yes, Canelo was walking towards Triple G, but how do you counter that with a jab? And Triple G, Triple G threw more jabs and landed more jabs, and you can clearly see that with Canelo's head snapping back. And so, so, so then that really like evens that out. To me, it was a very even fight, yeah. and I don't think it was a robbery. What so, I do think, though, and I totally agree with Frankie, is that the 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 judge cannot just give a guy the twelfth round just so it's not another draw. That can't happen. Compare that to a, to another sport, like say say the the Browns game right at the beginning of the season. They didn't want it to tie, so they just gave it to one of the teams. Had like a like they a just gave it to the Browns because they wanted to get them their yeah. first win. You know, you don't do that. This is sport. This is a sporting event. You don't. But you shouldn't have that kind of say like here, that. Right. How I look at it, I didn't watch the fight, but. You're saying Max Kellerman saying he was winning the story. But so let's just say in the first fight, Canelo wasn't really walking towards Triple G, correct? Triple G was was, and, and, was and walking first, at him in the first okay. fight. So now this time, Canelo switched that role. Right. So as, as you're watching it, it looks like he's being a more aggressive. He is the... I could see how you're saying that. You know what I'm from, saying? So it's, it's a different announcer. look as a judge. So yeah. they're like, listen, Canelo, it's a close fight once again, but Canelo was that guy this time. So that could be the selling factor. I could see how fans would say that. But if, if you're a professional judge, then you need to be able to see past that and look at the numbers and the punches landed and who's actually winning the fight. Whether right. it's Canelo or Triple G, because like I said, it it was so close, extremely I'm, I, close. I'm not I'm not bad mouthing any of these judges. I think they did a good job. I 
I did see that most of the... But we do the, disagree with the way he handled the 12th round. Though. Yeah. Most of the people on media row that were stand, that were that judged the fight had it for a triple G. Mm-hmm. I know... Um, what's the dude, the crazy dude's name on HBO that does the scorecard? He had it for triple G. Oh, yeah. By a few rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean... Yeah, he had, tri- he had triple G winning. Um... The other part is, and listen, yes, me and, and, and you could talk about this with people like, you know, we, we, we hit Ann up during the fight and he was saying that he thought Canelo was winning and we were saying that we thought Triple G was winning. But okay, and here's the other part, and th- this is truth. Real quick, real quick, Mike. Now, you guys were rooting hard for Triple G. Do you That's think exactly that what I'm con- going to say. Okay. That's exactly what I'm going to okay. talk about. Yes, and this is true what I'm going to say right now. It really is. I, I, me and Frankie love boxing, so we could we could we watch the whole undercard. By the way, great oh undercard. Listen, oh my boxing. God. I've criticized them for years about not putting a good undercard together. Bravo, three fights, I mi- I missed three knockouts, one, huh? and they were quick. They were so quick. Two of them that, were like the second round. Really? Yeah, they had to wait fifty minutes. To they just had to show you highlights for fifty minutes because <laughs> they couldn't start right away. I don't even know if the guy, the Canelo and Triple G, were in the arena yet. Awesome, awesome undercards. All right. So with that being said, we're big boxing fans, and yes, we are Triple G fans above Canelo fans, but that doesn't that didn't like sway our view of the way we seen it because we both agree that it was a very close fight, but there's no way one of those guys won. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't say you have there has to be they, they it just was a draw. Should, there should have been a third one. They will both there, yo, there will be. They will both the well, they, best they was dudes be. on the planet in their weight division on that night and beyond. If anyone else was in the ring with any one of those two guys, yeah. they're getting knocked out cold. Canelo is top of the line, bro. Top of the line the dude is. And really, if you want to know who I think won the fight, it was the HBO translator on Canelo's side. Agreed. He is always <laughs> the winner of that guy. You guys are telling me he about that. He stole the, the show. He's, he won the story. Yes. He won everything. He won everything. Listen, if you watch boxing and you watch Canelo fight again or they need a translator, listen to what the tra- – he gives you verbatim of what this guy <laughs> is saying. He don't hold back at all. He's letting it rip, bro. He's It's hilarious. But So I don't think that that swayed our – because Ant was saying that – he, he was like, yo, you're, you're letting your heart dictate the way you're seeing this fight. And I'm like, I'm not, bro. I'm just seeing it. You don't think that just th- happens naturally, though? It does like, happen naturally, except I don't hate Canelo. I like Canelo a lot. I think when and I really- And I would be truthful. For, I, I really would be truthful. When it comes to boxing and it, when it comes to fighting, I'm very truthful in what's going on. Do I jump on the cowboy side and not, and, and, and you know, really stick my neck out there for them? Of course I do. <laughs> but boxing and, and MMA, I know when a dude catches a beating, and I know when it's close, and that was a close fight. Triple G looked banged up, though. I saw from seeing pictures, he looked rough. Yeah, but that's his face, bro. Some dudes just got bad cartilage. They take punches worse than yeah. another. Yo, Canelo, and this is fact. He hurt Canelo way more than He hurt Canelo, Canelo three hurt times. Canelo yeah. was rocked three times. Triple G, honestly, rocked. when Canelo was rocked the second to last time, if he would have had enough gas, I think he would have finished him. He was just like yes. throwing punches. But here, Mike was telling me even when that happened, like when he when Canelo got stunned, he was, Canelo was still walking forward. Yeah. Well, he was standing there. Canelo he, had yeah, a game he was plan just like, and he was sticking to it. Yeah, 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 right, right. It was 
every and and listen and I'll also be truthful. The twelfth round, if they gave it to Canelo, that's the one thing that I'm like, all right. If you want to give him a round, then you can only from the simple fact of like he was throwing bombs, and I think Triple G was a looked a little fatigued to me for the first time in the whole fight. But Canelo looked fatigued in some rounds too, and if that's what they're basing it on of one round. There was other rounds where where Triple G, I to me looked significantly better, and he, I didn't even think Canelo looked significantly better. Yeah, I don't in, think in the that, 12th. that Canelo but if you won all give those the, middle rounds. No either. way, no but, way. I mean, I could see how you could judge it that way. It was really no way. close. Great fight. No one could beat those two guys. No. Yeah. Those guys are tremendous. They put on a great, great show. They were bombs, bro. They were hitting each other with bombs, and they were both eating them. Triple G could eat a punch like I've oh, never seen someone could. eat a punch in my life. Before. He doesn't Canelo even could make too, a face. But he doesn't even make no. a face. You don't even know that he just was hit with a with a. And listen, and when Canelo he hits hit you, bro, you go down. That guy's talented, man. Those guys, I love those guys. I, I hope think, those guys fight again I think before it gets too it, long, right? Like, they have to have a third fight because if they're in there with anybody else, it's just not even a fight. No. They're, they anyone need else to just keep fighting clobbered. each other. They're like, oh, Lemuel, the guy that was on um, oh the, the, the undercard, and he's got big power, Lemuel. And uh, he's going to fight Canelo next. Yeah, okay. And then you're going to get knocked out cold, bro. <laughs> That's what's going to happen because he is tremendous, Canelo. He's so good. And Triple G. Canelo's want, only loss is Mayweather, right? To Mayweather, yeah. And, and then we can, that's a whole other thing of how that guy fights Mayweather, picking his oh, fights and taking advantage. Ma- and even that was like, there was, there was controversy in that decision. He also made Canelo too. cut a significant right. amount of weight. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's very much detailed of the way what, Floyd fights. What do you guys think of Mayweather and Pacquiao? Do you think that's going to happen I'm, again? I'm going to watch it. They oh, announced it's definitely it going to happen. It's, it's, it's definitely going to happen? Yeah, definitely going to happen. And I'm rooting hard for Pacquiao. Pacquiao was always one of he my favorites. He looked great man. against Jeff Horn. Love Jeff him. Horn, right? Was his Absolutely. Actually, nah, him. he had a fight after that, which he won. Yeah, in his own country. I don't know who it was. Yeah. That wasn't Jeff Horn? No, no somebody else. He lost to Jeff Horn. Yeah. That was a robbery. Oh, they who did robbed he beat? him. I don't remember. That who was a it was. dominating fight, though. Yeah, yeah. I seen this though from TMZ Sports. Who do you think won the Triple G versus Canelo rematch? Sixty-three percent of the of the people at this time when I when I did it, sixty-three percent to thirty-seven said that Gennady won the won the rematch. And listen, I'm not saying whether one guy won or the not. Screenshot shorty. But that is the screenshot shorty right there. That's what we do over here at the podcast. We see things, we screenshot them, and then we want to shout them out to we you. All got our phones. Or if you look at our pictures, it's a million screenshots. And then for me, random pictures of Conor McGregor. That's how mine looks. <laughs> but um, let's while we're on Conor McGregor, let's talk about that. That press conference was just last night. Him versus Khabib. That's October sixth. Everyone, please tune into that. That card is phenomenal. I cannot Tony wait. Tony Ferguson versus Anthony Pettis is the undercard in that fight. How's but, Tony health? How's his health? Yeah, obviously, it's good. Obviously He's not gonna have no good. issues leading up to this so. fight. You know, I'm hoping Anthony Pettis. Gives him a beating, man. I Me want too. Anthony Pettis to win that fight so bad. Oh, here's the here's the thing that I was telling you about the Triple G uh, Canelo thing from Press Row. This is from okay. Fifteen had it a draw, two had it for Canelo, and thirty four had it for Triple G. Wow, yo, there's a significantly amount of people. Which, listen, I'm telling we're, you we're from just my heart, ourselves, like, right. Yeah, when 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 you love a fighter, sometimes you get locked onto him, so you're only seeing the punches that he lands. Right. You know, but other people had it for Triple G too. Right. You know, but it, like I said, it was so close that I don't think it was a robbery. No, I don't think it was a robbery either. My bad, I interrupted you. No, 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 no. That's definitely. I mean, this is this is the you know the. 
the beat down segment right here. So, okay, let, let's. I know we made predictions a little while ago, but now the fight's getting closer. The press conference was awesome. Conor McGregor obviously won the press conference. That's what he, he just, does. He gives best. a verbal beat down to anybody who Khabib he possibly didn't say could. Nothing. He looked like a million bucks in that suit. Brought his own belts. Brought <laughs> his, his own whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> He's the man. He. Is I do the have a man, problem bro. with the belts, but uh, you know what? Bringing the belts. Yeah, both they're his. Of, both of them he lost though. No, he didn't. Well, but, well, he didn't lose, lose, but they were taken from him, which I agree with. They were taken from him. You don't usually get them in front of you at a press conference if you don't have the belt in that division. That's anymore. why he brought them. He brought them to his own crib. Oh, he brought his personal belt. Yes. Yeah, yo, right, they I'm give cool you a belt every time you defend the belt. You, yeah, yeah. And they give you another one. Did so he's see, got them at the at the spot. Did you see Dana like Correct. laughing the whole press uh, conference? Dana loves it. He loves it. Banging he a shot with that, him. Dana he also said it. that Conor McGregor is the greatest UFC fighter of all time. Yeah. Conor McGregor could do whatever on, he wants. Bro, come on. Whatever he wants. He is the man. Rich, what do you think? Who's going to win the fight? I don't know. We were talking about this earlier. I think it's going to be a one heck of a fight. It's going to be a dangerous fight for both of them. Right. Conor could be manhandled on the ground the whole entire time by Khabib, mm. and Khabib could get knocked out in the first round. Conor <laughs> has that power. So it could go either way. Mm. But I, I've been saying all along, I just think Khabib, he's been an active fighter. I just think he's going to have the one-up on Conor. I don't think I, – I, Conor's um, conditioning is, is still an issue to me. I, I don't think he's going to be in shape to withstand being on the ground with, with, with Khabib. He really has to work on his takedown defense. Mm-hmm. If, he, if he could prevent Khabib taking him down, that's his best chance. If Khabib takes him down, mm-hmm. he's going to be gassed after the first or second round, mm-hmm. and then Khabib's just going to lay on him and pound his face in. What do you think, Frank? I got Connor second round knockout. Yes. Def- yes. I mean, that, that could definitely happen. That's what I'm saying. Connor has that power to and put him out. I know that's out. a bold prediction, by uh, the way. Here's the thing. If it goes to the second round, that's assuming that the first round they, 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 they finish standing, right? Well, I th- like I said, I think you could survive on the ground. I think so, You're too. You're going to get your face beat I think in. so, too. But listen, Connor has a wrestling coach that he's had for a very long time. He's a very talented coach, and I don't know his name. Excuse me. But I've seen a documentary they did at UFC. It was like chronicling his whole career so far. And when he was fighting Chad Mendez, his coach, John Kavanaugh, said – Connor's been training with this guy. I don't know who he was, his wrestling coach, for years. And this guy is a super talented guy. He knows. So Connor trains wrestling. He, it's not like he's a slouch. He just doesn't use it as much. So, okay, people beat him up for it. But people don't beat up Khabib for his lack of stand-up. And he practices stand-up, Khabib, but he ain't nice. Both guys have their downfalls yeah or let's say this let's not call them downfalls both guys have their weak areas where they're a little bit weaker in right here's the thing with khabib with him standing up he's just gonna walk towards you you can't do that with connor right you can't do that with connor you walk towards connor standing up you're getting one two three yeah you're back down it's gonna be back down and um the way i see it is oh man i also think i say first round knockout is what i say first round another aldo minute Two oh by minute two, Listen. two and a half. It's then he's gonna know where his range is, and then he's just gonna square up. Here's and a question swing. for you two: Do you think oof. you think when that bell rings right and for the first round, they're gonna test the waters, kind of give each other some distance, or are they gonna go right at each other? Connor always does. He he doesn't rush in. Yeah. He's he's gonna feel out the distance. Aldo rushed in. Yes, <laughs> Khabib isn't stupid. He's gonna feel out the distance. So you think he's gonna feel out yeah. the distance but Con- first? Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. But I think Connor feels out the distance way different 
than Khabib does because he's such a good striker. Well, and he gets yeah. you where you need to be, gets you where you need Connor to be. Connor just measuring distance right. for the first, like, at least minute. He's I'm just measuring a, your distance. I'm going to make a bold prediction. What you got? I actually think it's not going to be McGregor's fist that knocks out Khabib. If he knocks him out, it's going to be one of his kicks. Wow. That will be the first Dana time. White was saying that, that Connor is a very good, very good um, hand fighter, but – People Those kicks don't are... underestimate his kicks. Ooh. And that's what he did with the Nick Diaz, the second fight. Beat up his leg. Yeah. Beat it up. So I'm going to say if – I still think Khabib's going to win, but bold, bold prediction, I'll say Connor knockout kick. Okay. I, Khabib, you, I think to beat Connor, you got to kind of be unpredictable. Right. You know? Or just rugged like Nate Diaz was in that first fight. And Khabib's pretty much the same type of fighter. Every fight he does the same thing. He doesn't right? even he doesn't even block his face. No. That's what I was saying. No. He walks straight towards yeah. you. Michael Johnson caught him. Lovely. Michael Johnson doesn't have the power that um it, it, you'll know how Connor this fight has. is gonna go within the first the first punch that Connor lands. Oh yeah. What because he will one. land a punch and, and Khabib's gonna realize Connor's power and either he's gonna be able to take it. Or he's not. This is at yeah. 155 yeah. or 145? 155. 155. Yeah, 155. Um, Conor McGregor signed a six-year, uh, six-year, six-fight six deal with the UFC. That's brand new. That just came out. That makes me so excited because <laughs> now I know he's going to be there for a while, which is so cool. So happy about that. Shout-out to Conor McGregor and his team to get that done. Conor McGregor also is going to be co-promoting this fight under his under his McGregor promotions, which is Awesome as well. He's taking the page right from Floyd Mayweather. Like, yo, you, you know, you got to throw my name on it now. And also, his proper 12 whiskey is going to be on the octagon somewhere. I don't know if it's going to be right on the canvas. If it is, that is awesome. But if not, maybe it's going to be. Shorts? Maybe, maybe they start letting him do that. He's going to start running the show over there. But Smart yeah. move by Connor, though. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really happy about that. I'm really happy to have Connor back. I know we all are. And it's going to be a great fight October 6th. And uh, that's that for the, the beatdown section. Let's quickly talk about what we think about Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler just recently decided to ask for a trade. Doesn't want to play for the Minnesota Timberwolves anymore. Is he going to play for the Timberwolves? I got two questions for you. Does he finish the year with the Timberwolves? Or do the Timberwolves trade him? I think that I think the Timberwolves could should trade him. I think they, they, okay. Do they trade him before the trade deadline, or do they trade him before the year? I think they should trade him as soon as possible, just to get the headache out of the way. Right. And I, he wants to go to what? Either the Clippers, Nets, or the Knicks. Yep, correct. Yep. Yep. The Los Angeles Clippers, the New York Knicks, or the Brooklyn Nets were the three teams that he gave. Frank, what do you think? Does he play the year out? Does he get traded? What does he do? I feel like the NBA is a little bit saltier about that stuff. Like, look at even what they did with Kawhi. I mean, they ended up getting a really good deal for him, but right. Kawhi wanted to be traded at the beginning of last year. They just sat him the whole year. But basically. that's the Spurs. The Spurs are a completely different org- organization than the Timberwolves. I honestly think they're going to get rid of him and get rid of that headache mm-hmm. before the season because the Timberwolves have a decent young team, you know? So yeah. get rid of him. They were a w- way better team with him. Then they will be without him. How about this, though? I read this today. You think they're a better team with him than without him? Yes, yeah. totally agree. And that's why I don't think they want to get rid of him. I think they made a good push last year, and they, they're saying to themselves, I think we can make another good push this year with him, Towns, Wiggins. We, we They basically um, they got a couple other plays. They basically are the Bulls with um, Towns. 
They're the old bulls that Thibodeau coached with, but now they added yes. Towns in there. Um, they, they got Derrick Rose. Yeah, but here's saying? the thing. Like, he's not going to give you his all if he wants out. Well, that's the thing. He said, I am not signing with these guys next year. So you either trade me now or lose me at the end of the year. But if he does show up and they don't decide to trade him, I think he does play. I think he goes out. If they don't trade him and they say, listen, we're not trading you, then he's going to go out there and play. If he Is he going to give us 100%? I don't think so. But I think they're in a bad spot. I think the Wolves, in the sense of like they traded a lot for him. You know, yeah. They traded five. For, uh, they traded the first-round pick for him. They traded Chris Dunn for him, Zach Levine for him, and, and, and another guy and to get him from the Bulls. So they gave up a lot to get Jimmy Butler. They're not just going to – They listen, they think Jimmy Butler is a big key to them getting to the playoffs again and possibly the finals. They gave a lot up for him. In order for him to get this trade done, Jimmy Butler, the Timberwolves are going to – a team's going to have to come to the Timberwolves like, all right, we'll give you this, and it's going to have to be significant. Yeah. Draft picks and maybe a player. He just said today that he wants to go to the Clippers. Out of those three teams yeah. – he would like to go to L.A. Right. I The Clippers ha, can offer two max contracts next year. One, everyone thinks, is going to be Kawhi, and maybe the other one is going to be Jimmy Butler. Maybe. I would love to see him with the Knicks. Do you think that the super team is kind of dying off? Because he said he didn't want to go to the Lakers specifically because LeBron was there. I think it's just tough to play with LeBron. From what I gathered from other players, like from not from other, I'm saying like I've talked to other players, but like from what I hear, right. you know, like it's, it is a little tough to play with, with LeBron. So maybe he just doesn't want that headache, you know? Maybe. But I, I think maybe it might, I don't know if it's dying out as much as it's like guys are like going to places where. They just want to be. They just want to be, exactly. Where they see maybe the second half of their career being or where they see more opportunity to get more exposure by the market that they're in. Maybe that's it too. But to me, if Kawhi and Butler go there, that's a pretty good team. You know what I'm saying? You had one more guy to that, and you got some solid players over there. You're in the West. Yeah, but Kawhi Lennon and Jimmy Butler are top players in the didn't, West. Didn't but you say they could only do they two max contracts? Well, it would be them two, yeah. But then you fill in. You could fill in guys there. You know, it doesn't matter who you fill in. They're going to be guys who are going to be good. You got two superstars, though. Yeah, but they're not... They'll probably be fifth in the West, that that team. Who, well, well, Golden you have the State, Warriors. Right, the Houston you, Rockets. The Rockets. Uh-huh. I think OKC would be okay, better OKC, than them. OKC, agreed. The OKC. Lakers. You think and the Lakers are going to be better than... Than them if they by get next those year, guys? By next year, yeah. Maybe. Because next Maybe. year there's a bunch of free agents, guys, that are hitting the market. And someone else is going to L.A., to the Lakers. Maybe. So I think the Lakers would be better than a Kawhi and Jimmy Butler team. So I'm putting him fifth in the West. It could so be. here, put it this situation. He goes to New York, which right. is a good uh, a good city to, what were you saying before? Uh, for the media. Exposure. For, yeah, for yeah. the market, yeah. So – he goes there, and then Kyrie goes there yeah. with Brazil. That's already. what I would like to see. I think that's that's where he should go, and he would dominate the East. Mm-hmm. He would be in the finals almost every single year because the East is so weak. I agree with you. I think he has a way better chance if he goes to the East to make it uh, a, an easier run towards the finals and go through the playoffs. Next year, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Klay Thompson, DeMarcus Cousins, DeAndre Jordan, and Kimball Walker are all free agents. That's a big sum. Two of those guys may match up. One of those guys, two of those guys may jump on other teams. I would love to see Kevin Durant out of Golden State. I don't know if he will. I think Clay Thompson may leave. I think he's going to leave. I would love to see Kyrie in New York. Clay's dad said that he'll be uh, 
with the Warriors for his whole career. Really? Yeah. All right. I didn't hear that. We'll Where do you think Kimbo goes. ends up? I'd love to see Kimba in New York, too. Right? If they yeah. don't get Kyrie, they have to go Kimba. Without a doubt. One, if not both, man. If not both of those guys and and grab up um, Jimmy Butler, too. But I think the Knicks got to make a push, man. If the they Knicks do, something. do anything, they say, listen, let's just throw draft picks at them. Here's, see what happens. But you here's know? the thing, too. Here's the moment for any team in the East to capitalize on being a good team in the East because LeBron's yep. out of the East now. Exactly. So exactly. this is the moment. This is the time to capitalize on that. Like, this year, you're going to have Boston – the, the Raptors and the Sixers. Those are going to be the top three teams in in the East. You don't believe in the Sixers? No, I've said it before. Sixers ain't making Trust the playoffs. Trust the process. Sixers ain't making the playoffs. That's a, that's a <laughs> silly prediction. Uh, there's a difference between bold and silly. I say that's bold right there. <laughs> um, all right, let's make our picks. Let's jump into football. Going back let's to make f- our picks. Rich, could you give us our records? Because yeah, we'll run, we'll run through terrible. this real quick. They uh, are mine terrible. Mine is terrible. <laughs> yeah, mine... Jeez, yours I had a rough week. Yours ain't looking good either, huh? So here we go. Here's the records. Frank is three and three. Week one, he went three and zero. Oh. <laughs> okay. Last week went zero oh and three. All right. Born so Frank, Jimmy. Frank <laughs> is three and three. Jimmy got him. I'm three and three. Week one, I went two and one. Last week, I went one and two. All right. Frank three and three. Rich three and three. Mike is one and five. Ooh. No, no. Say it the right way. He he told no, me to no, change no. it. He told me to change it. It, it was what, Rich? Tell me what one, it was. Four and one. one, four, and one. I had a tie. So but I ain't taking no, You had a push. I ain't taking no tie. I said, put me in an L. That's an L. <laughs> Go ahead. So What am I? You're one in five. So you, ha- you were 0 and 3 first week and 1 and 2 last week. All right. And Ant's 1 and 5 you as well. You got the game that and counted. And Ant's 1 and 5. Okay. You got the game I that counted. I did get the game that counted, though. And we'll get to that in a little while soon here. Let's make our picks for this week, though. Rich, I, I, you want to yeah, go first? I'm already, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I got... I'll tell you who's not ready. <laughs> Frankie Beefcakes. Yes. All Rich, right. th- Rich, let me go first. Actually, then I can hand Frankie my phone so he can see right. it, okay, and right. then you can go. I got New Orleans getting three over Atlanta. Three and a half. It's not o- nice. Over Atlanta. I'm sorry, Frank. I need a win, bro. I need a win. <laughs> New Orleans getting three and a half over Atlanta. I got Denver getting five and a half over Ooh. the Ravens. My bad, Rich. I'm going against both my guys. I didn't even realize that. Sorry, <laughs> yes, T.R. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yo, I honestly went for teams where guys are getting the most points where I think the other team is like, how is New Orleans getting three and a half? How is Denver getting five and a half? Like, they're cl- Atlanta's, Atlanta's home. Yeah, but they're pretty cool. Baltimore's home. Yeah, all right. We have to talk about that past Atlanta game, too. Don't let the podcast go over with And then I got Tampa, the Buccaneers, getting two and a half over Pittsburgh. Shout out to Pat. Pittsburgh stinks, Pat. Sorry, bro. (laughs) And that's why I had to go that. Fitzmagic is in the building. And uh, that's how I'm going to roll there. I feel like if you would have had one more game, you would have bet against the Eagles. Just went against everyone yeah, that's yeah. been on if the podcast. I could, if I could get another one, I would just to jump ahead, just to jump on top of, you know, get ahead of you guys at some sort here. But uh, I'll let Rich go for his, and then I'll look up this thing so Frankie knows what he's doing. All right, I picked the Packers this week, giving two and a half to the Redskins. I picked Carolina, giving two and a half to the Bengals. And I picked the Patriots, giving six and a half to Detroit. So I picked wow. every team giving points, so I got to hope they cover. All right, so it, if it says plus, that means they're getting the points, right? Yes, correct, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a little confusing, that thing. Come right? on. Because yeah. one side's plus, one side's minus. But obviously, all right, I'll go to back to that, giving the no, dummy no, 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 points. No, I'm, I'm cool with that. The dummy sheets again. I'm cool with that. Get it, Frank. What do you think? <laughs> okay, I got the Cowboys over Seattle. Let's go. Getting two. All right, I like it. I got the Giants over the, the Texans. Wow. Getting wow. Th- three and a half. That's okay. a big print. Wow. 
And I got to make things bold here. It's not bold. We're, we're, this is like whoever loses is at the end of the year. Something we have to we still have to discuss that one episode. Who, like what does the loser have to do? Yeah. And it has to be something pretty significant. Definitely. So it's actually worth our while to get our yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah, no, right. definitely, definitely. Mm. Got the Cowboys over the Seahawks. You got the Giants over, over the, the Texans. Texans, okay. Both of those teams getting points. And what's your last one there? What you got? I got the Bengals over the Panthers. Okay, really? I like You're that. Going I, was gonna, I was going to pick that. Carolina too. plays good at home. They do, but I think yeah, you're going to remember my too. picks, right? Because I feel like yes. you, you might have screwed I me listened, this week. I re-listened to the podcast nah, and I write them all down. You're three and three, bro. Come on. <laughs> At least you're not one and four. You know what I'm saying? Yo, just want to give a quick, once again, um, go back to a bet. that Me and Frankie technically lost the bet of the Canelo Triple G, and I believe the bet was that we had to buy you guys breakfast or something, you and Ant. So. Yep. Oh, Fogwood, right? Fogwood. Yeah, that'll never happen, so. Definitely not. <laughs> just joking. But Yo, we'll say that yeah, it'll yeah, happen. Yeah, right, definitely. I we'll, forgot we'll all about that. If you didn't say nothing, that's it. We got to start coming clean on these things here now. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's do a little fantasy talk. Because we haven't been doing we we've been slacking a little bit Can on I our give fantasy my, uh, thing about the the uh, Falcons first. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah, definitely. Because uh, you said that you were, you both were beefing on Matt Ryan, right? You read like two quotes from two dudes. I wasn't beefing. That yeah, I said what other dudes said. I, I have faith in Matt Ryan. And and you were saying that he needs to take matters into his own yes. hands. What's better than taking matters in your own hands than? Literally running two touchdowns in yourself. Yo, I, I, have that, it. I have that. I have that in my notes. It. Actually, yes. Matt Ryan when he went against Cam Newton. How about Matt Ryan? Four rushes for 18 yards and two touchdowns. Cam Newton five rushes for 42 in. yards. You can't throw to Julio. He run it in. That's it. <laughs> so Shout out give to my Matt man, Ryan. Just give my man some respect. That's Shout out I to want. Matt Ryan. I got it right here. Look, Matt Ryan two right. TDs, baby, rushing. That's all I, I love it. Definitely, without a doubt, love it. Let's do, let's go back to the fantasy like we were saying. We're a little slacking on those episodes. Respect the fantasy. We just we're trying to do it, y'all. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll get that at some point here. We're family men. That's it. Family men. A lot of lot of um, apple picking. It's it's <laughs> fall, and you know how that goes. Um, so players to watch. I got a couple players to watch. If you guys want to start looking up yours at some point or know yours, whatever you may do. But I got some players to watch. I'm gonna get two guys who I picked up who I'm hoping and praying. Do well for me. Corey Clement, I hopefully has a good week. I picked him up. Austin Eckler. Shout out to Ant. Shout out to Ant. I got I picked up Austin Eckler, running back for San Diego Chargers. They're saying Melvin Gordon was a little banged up at the end of that, and they're playing the Rams. I think they dump it down to Austin Eckler a lot. Philip Rivers does because Philip Rivers is 0-6 against Marcus Peters <laughs> with four picks. Marcus Peters just picks him off like 0 for 6 against Marcus Peters with four picks. So he ain't going to be throwing it down the field. I think he dumps it off to Austin Eckler. I don't know if I'm going to start Austin Eckler or Corey Clement. I got to figure that out. Um, Amari Cooper, I think, has a big week against Miami. I don't think Miami can cover anybody in the secondary. And I love the week that Derek Carr had. He was super efficient throwing the ball. I think he set a record out there of how many completions he had. Um, I think um, Keenan Cole plays really well against the Tennessee Titans. I don't even know who the Tennessee Titans got standing up for them playing. I don't know who's on defense, who's on offense, who could do anything. I got Cincinnati's defense. I like starting them this week in fantasy over Carolina. I them up really? to start them. Yeah, me too. I'm going to start them too. Right. And uh, they put up 12 points in week one, 10 points in week two. That's in like basically like a standard league where you start with 10 points on your defense. So I'm going Cincinnati's D, who I love. I also picked up the Bears D. 
I'm going to roll them out there because those guys. Can I give if, a little? If it, they just rolled out Khalil Mack, I'll be good. They're playing someone tough this week, right? Oh, the Bears? Yeah. I'm not sure. We'll figure that out, who they're playing. But I'll definitely look that up. And I love Jordan the Howard The Bears are playing week. Arizona. Right, and I like the Bears. So this, no. I like Jordan Howard. <laughs> right, they're going to smash them. They're getting smashed. Jordan Howard um, killing it against the Arizona Cardinals because I don't think their D is great. Those are guys that I would play. Guys that I wouldn't play are Phillip Rivers, though, and I'm not playing them because he's 0 for 6 against them. Crab, I wouldn't play Crabtree against the Broncos D. That scares me this week. I wouldn't play a Jai because he just looks banged up and his back looks hurt. And I wouldn't play Delvin Cook because I think he's kind of banged up as well. So I would play Latavius Murray, who I'm trying to fit him in in one league or not. So that's who I got. Rich, you got some guys? Yeah, for, uh, this week um, I think uh, Philip Lindsay. That's his last name, Lindsay? Yeah, the Lindsay? Broncos guy. The Broncos guy. Yeah. I think he's going to play well this week like against that. the Ravens. Who would you rather have, Rich? Who'd you rather, would you rather have Freeman or Lindsey right now? I like Lindsey. Yeah, Lindsey's out touching him by a little bit. By a little bit. I've been getting a lot of trades he's, this week. He's weekend. like the leading rusher, isn't he? Yeah, I believe so. I have one or, that. Hold he's on. like one or two. Close, Let's yeah. Let's see. I have it right here. Close to that there. He is third. Okay. Has 178 rushing yards so far this year. And he's a good pass catcher. Like, he... He he doesn't just run the ball well. He he could catch the ball out of the backfield. Now just I as know good. why Ant wanted to trade me Royce Freeman. <laughs> oh, it's not Ant. nice, Ant. Come on, Ant. Not nice. Not nice. Doing your think, boy dirty. I think you should play Eric Ebron this week because Jack Doyle's out. Right. Like and it. That, and that's why you wanted to trade me Jack Doyle. It's all coming together. No, I didn't. I didn't really. <laughs> I was trading you Jack Doyle because I'm gonna roll with Jesse James for a couple of weeks, and then if I regret Jack Doyle once Andrew Luck figures out that he's his best friend, then <laughs> I, I have to regret it. But I needed a running back in that league. That's why, or I, or I needed a receiver, something like that. But I agree, Rich. This is Jack kind of Doyle, a, don't play him. This is kind of well. He's not playing. He's out. Oh, he's out. Oh, yeah. okay. So okay. That's what I'm saying. Play Eric Ebron. Okay. Um, this is kind of like a bold prediction, but I just think he's gonna have a good week. Mm-hmm. I think Rashad Penny is gonna have a good game against the Cowboys. You think the Seahawks start running them? I think yeah. I, th- I hope so, Rich. They 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 started they started not rushing this him last week. week. I don't hope this week, but I hope he gets going. Last week he had ten rushes for thirty yards. It's not enough. You got to get him going. He he's still splitting carries with Chris Carson, but I I think this week is when Rashad Penny is going to go off a little bit and have a good game. I, I I'm calling maybe like eighty to ninety yards, but like two touchdowns. Okay. So I like it. That's kind of like a bold prediction. Um, what do you guys think about Fitzmagic? You think he's going to have another good week? I picked him up in two leagues. Yeah, I do. I'm going to start him this week. I'm how many times does he have to put Pittsburgh. up 40 points before you decide to play that guy? But how many him. times are you going to put like he has good he, receivers? The how many times could he do that? What he's do you gonna, mean? He could do it all year long. Yeah, I think they just keep throwing it. They just keep throwing it. Fitzmagic to the Jackson Express. Yeah, that's that, that what I call yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. That's is <laughs> a quick question. Um, you got more guys, Rich? Before I because I wanted to stick there for one second. Yeah, go, do, no, go ahead. Do, do you think that Fitzpatrick should keep his starting job? At what, that shouldn't even be a discussion. Okay, I agree. Totally agree. At what point you do they say— take out someone that's rolling. He's not playing like Nick Foles is playing where he's dumping it off right. short. He's bombing them, and they're dimes. I mean, yeah, he's he's throwing the ball all over the place. Not not sloppily either. Like, the team looks good. They're 2-0. Winston comes back in what? Two more games or so. I think and you got to stick. What did he do with, last year? Right. Nothing. I think you. I think you stick stick with Fitzpatrick. Rich, you think you, you stick with Fitzpatrick? Hundred percent. As okay. much as I don't want them to, because I have Winston in a fantasy league that I'm waiting for, but you 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 have to rock out with Fitz. You have to just let him go until he has a bad game. And even if he has one bad game, 
I still think you start him the next game and see if he could get himself out of that that, oh, that little agree. slump. And I if agree. he can't, then you put Winston back in. Totally agree. How about the Cardinals? You think it's Cardinals time for the change quarterback change? Hundred percent. Cardinals. Hundred percent. Go with the rookie. They they have to. That team this looks horrible right yeah, now. They do. I don't know who's worse. The Buffalo Bills or Arizona Cardinals right now? They're yeah. both horrible teams. Or the Detroit Lions. The, ah, the Detroit Lions. They're right they're there. Always, they're right there or so. Right for stinking? I, I don't think I would put them on that level, yeah. but they are. They, they look rough right they're now. They're close. They're close. Frank, that offensive line can't block for Stafford. That's no, a problem. No, not at all. Change Cardinals. Keep Bradford in for a couple more games, or they go with the rookie? I don't know why they decided to go with Bradford in the beginning. Okay. this he, He's a veteran. Give him the ball. A veteran that hasn't done anything i agree i like I it agree. I what's like up it. with dj you like he's ha- been playing pretty good yeah he's been putting up points i mean in fantasy at least oh david johnson yeah what do you have he had he had 20 something the first week and he had a like six la- last week was yeah, it was rough. like six or something yeah that's a that's I a think it was six. that's I a think tricky like one too man really tricky what's going on over there and if you drafted bell or Gurley or you know if you one or two you you got really done dirty by Bell, and that was Gurley's killing it. The running back's been weird this year. Even Very Zeke, weird. like what? Like the first game he had nothing. The second game was good. Well, even the, the first and second game is really he's not doing what he should be doing. Unless I'll tell you, you right now, unless you got Gurley, I mean, you, if you got Gurley, you're pumped. Yeah, the guy scores three touchdowns in the first quarter, and then they sit him the rest of the game. But besides that, I think the leading rushers are like Connor. And I have the list yeah, right Rick here. Rich has it there, yeah. It's Matt Breda, number one. Yeah, come on, yeah. dog. Joe Mixon. Is it Joe Mixon? Joe Mixon, number two. Yep. It who, is Joe Mixon. Who isn't playing Joe anymore? Mixon, number two. Well, he's we just out for Phillip, the t- Yeah, he just got a little banged up, but he'll be back uh, in, a, in a week or so. Philip Lindsay, number three. Yep. Lamar Miller. Right. Number four. And then John Connor. John, uh, James, James Connor. Connor. Yeah, very Is cool. number very, five. Right there, right there. Who, who, who would have predicted this? No, no one predicts that. Gurley's not there. Bell's not there. Zeke's not there. DJ's not there. Do you think that last? You think that not last there. Or they, they start emerging. You think Zeke, David Johnson, Gurley, they, they start like really putting Barkley in some gets major his work. Points, though. I mean, Barkley, he had 14 well, catches last week. Barkley yeah, but gets all his points off of catches. Rushing yards. This it, this list is still crazy to me. Yeah, that that's not what I'm saying. One of those guys that's are on there. I'm saying like, I don't think anyone predicted that. None of those, like Bell's not even playing. Mm-hmm. Zeke's doing like average for a running back. Let me run through yeah, the top yeah, five no, receivers. Johnson's right on and off. Yo, like, David Johnson, crazy. week one, 17 points. Week two, six points. Like, what? Come on, man. Come on, David Johnson. And now, and just give me one second. Right? That's and not it, David Johnson's fault. But no, it's you. not. It's definitely not. And then, and wait, I thought I had, I don't got Zeke in the family league. Who got Zeke in the family league? You have him at work league. I got him in the work league. But he, he's not doing too great either. That's the thing. Look at Zeke. Game one, seven. Well, there we go. Game one, 17. Game two, 19. Okay. You know? But I'll I take that any day in fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But I need like 25s. Yeah. I need 30s <laughs> at a Z. Come on, baby. You got to start eating. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot better than I thought. So he got so. Seattle, Detroit, Houston, Jacksonville, Washington. So he's going he's gonna to go up and down in these next couple games. It's going to be interesting. Those top running backs need to start going. Oh, I agree. Give him the ball. Even Let him figure. They said that David Johnson is going to start catching passes now. They're going to start putting him out they there at receiver. They said Zeke is going to touch the ball more. They got to get these guys involved, man. If those teams want to win, the Cowboys and the Cardinals, 
get your best player involved. It's only been two weeks, so. Yeah, I agree. You're right. You know, some teams have a slow start, mm-hmm. but they got to get something going. Definitely. Uh, another, just a, a not to play. I think he's, I think he's going to play, but even if he does, he's playing the Minnesota Vikings and he has broken uh, broken cartilage in his ribs, do not play LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, I'm not playing him either. If you have the option. Damn it, Rich. If you have the option to take him out, what, you gonna do play it. Him? You going to play him? No, I got to play Theo Riddick then. Uh, you, you can't play. There's no one else You there? can't play McCoy against the Minnesota Vikings with broken ribs. That's not broken ribs. The cartilage is cracked. Yeah, and they're saying. saying he's been wearing like a uh, Would you play Sony Michelle or? Sony Michelle I would go with. Riddick. I think I think Michelle. I, I don't. That, that's oh, tough man. because Listen, Detroit has a million running backs. Yeah. So does the New England. There's got to be but, other guys there. We got to look into that. We got to help. Is it against me? No. You're playing me. No, it's no, probably no, against. No, it's no, it's Ansley. Ansley. Oh, it's Ansley. All right, we'll there's no one. There's no one on the way. Oh, to that's wire. right. I had five players going in in the Bill in the Browns Jets game. We'll make a trade. We'll figure that out. I think you out. should do we'll that out. if you if you can't. Pick up anyone, I think you should start Sony Mitch, M- Michelle. Maybe, I just think maybe. he has a, a greater upside than Theo Riddick. Yeah, no, I, I would ah. If they're playing each other. How crazy is that? Yeah, they are playing yeah. each other. Yo, in, in the family league, the most hated is playing <laughs> is playing the beefcakes. That's a game right there, bro. Do you, do you want to – I it's kind of a long story why you decided to call yourself – the most hated. Let's not get started on that. If there's time for that at the end of the podcast, I'll definitely elaborate. If we get to a, to a middle of the week episode, we'll get yes. all into that. I want all to. Right. Uh, Rich, you got more. What do you got? Well, I, I just want to. I want to see if you guys could give me the list of the top five wide receivers right now. Deshaun well, Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Michael Thomas. Okay. Oh man. Galladay. Nope. Thielen. Nope. Wait. Diggs. Nope. Uh, Tariq Hill. That's one. So okay. there's three. So you need two more. Okay. Okay. Allen Robinson. We're going to nope. get this. Me and you. Me and you are going to get this. I'll, I'm going to give you five more strikes. And I'll tell you the last two. Dang. All right. So who do we got? Tariq Landry? Hill. You got Jackson, Thomas, and Hill right now. Jackson, Landry. Thomas, nope. and Hill. No. Oh, Four man. left. Who can it be? A.B.? Nope. Oh, don't don't <laughs> guess anybody big because he wouldn't make us do this if it was anybody big. It's got to be sleepers. It's not really sleepers. No. It's not. Listen, I'm going to talk this out with him. Don't count these as strikes. <laughs> no, not, you can't. No, no. It's not Keenan Allen. Juju. Juju. Juju, that's a pick that's for us. That's one. Oh, okay. Here <laughs> we All go. Right. You got three nice. more strikes to find the last nice. one. Okay. Who else is available here? Who else is available? Let's think. Let's think. We got to think who's, about who's teams been that's been throwing it. Like great. Mike Evans, but that's not possible because no, Jackson. no, it's, no. Mike Evans isn't one of them. Deshaun Jackson's controller. <laughs> yeah. You can't just name names and not let me take strikes away. No, no, Wait, there's no strikes here. No the we'll say this is it, and then you can pick it. Uh, dang, <laughs> I'm like going blank here. It's either you get three more strikes Wait, or a wait. minute. Oh uh, no! All right, give us a minute. Give us one more what, minute. What All quarterbacks right. are doing really good? Julio? No, no, not Julio. There's only that one game. Dang, who is it? <laughs> you guys aren't going to get it. You want me just to give you it? Who yeah. is it? Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Uh, over there in the ran- you know, in, in So it goes Los Jackson, Angeles. Thomas, Hill, Cooks, Juju. Wow, top five wide receivers. That's you guys want to do the top five quarterbacks? Or you guys want me to run run through it? We'll, we'll just try Patrick it. Patrick really Mahomes. Quick. Yep. 
Ryan Fitzpatrick. Passing yards. Oh, so this isn't fantasy? No, no, this is passing yards. Oh. Patrick Mahomes ain't there? No. Ben Roethlisberger? He's two. Fitzpatrick's definitely there. He's one. Okay. Fitzpatrick has 820 passing yards already in Phillip two games. Rivers. Philip Rivers is four. Aaron yes. Rodgers. Nope. Oh. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is five. You're so what do we the, need? Three? You're missing the third guy. Yep. Tom Who's Brady? been throwing the ball to the best receiver in the league right now? Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Okay. okay. Best receiver in the league right now is? Michael Thomas. I agree. Michael Thomas. Can't you guard agree? Mike. Can't guard Mike. We're all saying that's Mike Thomas is the best receiver. The, the, the stats show Deshaun Jackson has, is, and that's great, but he's catching bombs. But Mike Thomas has 28 catches on 30 targets. That's so insane. Pumped. I have my dog. This year. I that's my dog every right year. there. I finally got him. Let me too. I, I want him every him. year, and I said I'm I'm doing everything I could do to grab this guy. And in, in Ant's league, shout out to Ant. Who's your friend that loves Mike Thomas? Oh, Kenny. Shout out to my boy Kenny, man. Kenny KD Blacks, my dude right there. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Blacks. That's my dude right there. Yo, we were talking about him. I said, Yo, Kenny, I'm going after Mike Thomas. Ohio State in the house. Gotta shout Kenny. He's out. a beast. He's oh, a beast. I had him last gosh. year. 28 catches out of 30 targets? Come on, bro. I got, like I said, shout out to Ant. I got Mike Thomas and Alvin Kamara in his league. So I'm, I'm Saint doing, squad. I'm doing, it's the Saint squad out there, boy. It's the Saint squad. You know, the, the, uh, the Cleveland Browns had three more takeaways last night, correct? A fumble and yeah. two, two interceptions? Yeah. Cleveland Browns defense. So they have 11 takeaways this year. doing their year. thing, man. I picked them up. I played them last night. They got me nine points in fantasy. Right. But I, I actually Stupid. love that defense. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. That Rich, defense is so good. Man, it's good. Yo, Rich got a good segment coming up at the end. Respect them or not dudes who just we can't no, no. give. But is this going to be called? Not respect them or not. This is it's going to be not respected. Not and that's re- going to be teams that we've been giving a lot of respect to on this podcast. Right. And they're making us look like fools. Yeah, All come right, on. So you're so, gonna wait to give your. Uh, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna make up this yeah, imaginary yeah, we're gonna wait list. We're gonna put these players, yeah, these teams, whatever we it doing is. That now because fighter? I'm gonna record that. So give me like a thumbs up or something. Okay, we'll okay, do that. We'll, we'll do that, that later on. Yo, shout out to the Cleveland Browns winning last night against the New York Jets. Six hundred and thirty-five games or days. What something is it? Like that. One of the two. Who cares? Days. The six hundred and something days. Yeah. Shout out to the Browns, man. Shout out to Bake. Bacon Mayfield, let's Listen, go. Huh? Good. They could have been three and zero. They started him day one. Listen, I like Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, but he's just too conservative, and, he is. and you right, can Rich. see that. You're right. And Baker came in, and he is a playmaker. He's Boy, slinging he it. He is so football. My God, they're coming ninety miles an hour at you. <laughs> and Landry loves it. Oh, listen, yes, he wants he does. all those. Landry killed it. Last Let me night. give a little respect because I. I put kinda, some respect on it. I have to put respect on Baker Mayfield because I kind of was a little against him. Right. He's coming from the Big 12. Big kind 12 of a little? Yeah, you're right. More than a little. Yeah, I, right I, after I was, this show, I'm ordering a baked T-shirt. Right? Yeah. I love. I always loved him, though. I loved him. I after loved his performance last night, he, he, he's, he's going to be great in the league. Agreed. But going in, I was like, listen, he's from the Big 12. Big 12 quarterbacks don't make it in the league. They don't go against any real defenses in the Big 12. There, there's not one Big 12 quarterback to come into the league that was successful besides Sam Bradford, and how successful is Sam Bradford? Not, not that exactly. successful. Exactly. was the first for everything. So, yeah, right. So that's why I was kind of against him, you know? But seeing what he did last night, I have to give you respect, Baker Mayfield. Definitely. Great performance. I think he went 17 for 21 with like 202 uh, passing yards, and he had a catch for a two-point conversion. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was beauty. <laughs> that was a beauty, man. It looked way better than when the Eagles do it. I'll tell you right now what they did there. Put a little swag on it. Put a swag. Yo, you if, you don't, see- if you don't oh, know ahead. anything about Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield was at Texas Tech. He left Texas Tech, walked on at Oklahoma, got the starting job, won the Heisman, and became the number one draft pick. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. And I think he was. his mom loved the name Baker. That's his real name. I don't know. I don't remember what she got it from. One of her friends that she knew or someone, whatever it is. That's Baker, a real name right that's there. That's a name right there. You name your sons Baker. They're going to be a stud. Yo, how about this real quick? Browns play the Raiders. That's the next game. Do they win or lose? Yes. Just give me a quick. Unless unless Hugh Jackson decides to start Tyrod Taylor. No, which what, I, right. which I, I got, the, Brown, I got sure. the Browns winning next game. I think they're going to win. Okay. I think that defense could, could really... Because so they're going to stick with Baker. They, they have to. Oh, they, they, they got to stick they to have Baker. To. Browns versus We're Ravens. About the Browns after that, who wins? Ravens versus who? Browns. Browns Raiders. We say Browns are winning. Browns Raiders. Uh, Ravens is after that. Ravens. I got the Ravens too. So they lose that game. <laughs> I got the Browns. Okay, you got the Browns winning two I in think, a row. I think both of those defenses are excellent. So it's going to come down to offense. And if okay. Baker could keep up what he's doing, right? I think he could really give this team the jolt that they need. Beautiful. I like that analysis. You almost made me go that way for a second. <laughs> Browns versus Chargers. Brown, uh, Chargers. I just like the I'm Chargers a lot. Really? Yeah, I'm going Browns. Shootout. Wow. I think it's a shootout over there. No. I don't think the, I don't think the Chargers D is ready for what Baker's about to do. Boza, I think, is gonna be back by then. Joey Boza. Dude, he's, he's battling a yeah, foot injury. He, he or better hope right he's now. back for that because if not, I if he's not back, I got the Browns there. Frank, what you got? Browns. Um, that's a tough one for me. I think that if it's same thing, if Boza's back and they could get pressure on Baker and disorient him a little bit, because remember when he got hit, he fumbled the ball. There. Yeah. People coming from college usually aren't used to holding on to the ball like that. Yeah, and the new big thing is forget the sack. I'm swatting the ball out. Yeah. So that could be trouble, but I'm going Browns. All right, Let's Browns go again. Browns. Frank, you got the Browns. Three <laughs> and oh, in the next Browns game. Right wagon, huh? And we'll go one more. Browns Buccaneers. Oh, man. That's going to be a shootout. Ooh-wee. That's one to watch right there. Is Fitz, is Fitz Magic still the quarterback? If Fitz is the quarterback, it's going to be a real game. But I got, I got the Browns going. I got the Browns. Here we go. Winning again. Wow. I'll take the Browns again. I think I got the Browns what? Going three and one in the next four games. That's what I got the Browns. I got them one. going four and oh. Four and oh. What do you Dang. got them going two and two? I think it's two and two. two and no. Two. Okay. Shout out to the Browns. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give them two and Shout two. Shout out Listen, to the Browns. I think they're going to finish the year with like six wins. I hope so. I got a bet with my man. Um, Anthony Communell at the at the Dig- Digman Delo Middle School. My good friend, a good friendly bet. It's over. Well, I don't even know. It's over coffee and a breakfast sandwich or something like that. But I need a coffee and a breakfast sandwich. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I was he gonna says, bring you one this week. Nice. That would have been nice of you. I'm not at the not middle school anymore, so text me. Make sure I'm at the right <laughs> school. And uh, so he, I said the Browns are gonna win six games. He said not nah, under. I said okay. Let's see. I got Six one. Games. I should be three and zero oh right now. Yo, imagine if Baker had Josh Gordon to throw to. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. Talking about well, Josh listen. Gordon. What do you guys think about him going to the Patriots? Love it. I love him going to the Patriots. I have a question about that for you guys. Is Josh Gordon the best receiver Tom Brady has ever played with? Second best. Who, who's the who's first? Randy Moss. Okay, I respect that. Uh, right now. Well, here's the thing. Josh Gordon, we don't know what he's going to give yet. We haven't seen him on the – we saw him barely in the first game. Right. He did catch a touchdown pass. So we haven't really seen what he could do since he's been back. Mm -hmm. If he could be the Josh Gordon of two, three years ago, then I think he would be the best. Because Randy Moss is great, one of the best receivers ever. I I mean, I'm – 
I'm completely biased against Josh Gordon because of the situations that he's right. had, and I, I will root for him no matter oh, how many times he me messes too. up. Because I I know the struggle, so you mm-hmm. know I, I'm pulling for him. But I don't think that you could say of three years ago because every time he's been on the football field, even after those three years, whether it was for a game or not, whenever he's on the field, he's killing it. I, I agree. Anytime the ball is thrown to him, there's a 50% chance that he's going to be in the end zone. And he's impacting the game. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think he's a great receiver. So he still has it. It's I, whether he could stay together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But you just don't know. As much as he did kill it, you still don't know. Yeah, still right. that don't, right. You don't know what's right, going to so, happen. So thing. answer the question. Is Josh Gordon the best receiver Tom Brady's ever played with? As of right now in this moment? Yeah. I, I, I'll Is have he to better give, than Randy Moss? No. Okay, so we all I agree too. Randy Moss, Moss is right now the best player yes. that Tom Brady's ever played with. But Randy Josh Moss is a Gordon could take that. But here's the next question: Could Josh Gordon be the best player 100%. Tom Brady has played with? Hundred percent, absolutely. Hundred percent agree. Sky's the limit. Hundred percent agree. And I, I don't know where we're getting this information from, but is Josh Gordon's locker we're hearing is next to Tom Brady's? Right next to Tom Brady's. That's, oh, that's hot off the press. Boy, hot off the press, y'all. Hot off the. I press. think that's gonna be great for him. All right, let's move through a couple quick things right here real quick. Give me your quick opinion. Vontae Davis retiring at halftime. Playing for the Bills. He said his his skills were diminishing right in front of his face, so he needed to retire quickly. What do you got? I think think the whole Buffalo Bills team should just roll retire this year. Okay. You should have brought the rest (laughs) of them with him. Okay, what do you think? That's That's saying a million words right there. So, all right, what do you say? I... I mean, you could have played another half of football and retired yeah. the right way. Agreed. I think you could have played I another agree. half of football and then you retired. I love Vontae Davis. Me Great too. corner. I think Vontae Davis is amazing yes. career. Yes. You know he, he did. You know he didn't even say nothing. He he left. Bounced. Just he was frustrated. His, yeah. That's yeah. Fine. Something was going on. Yeah. He wasn't happy. No. Going into that though, he had to have been already debating retiring. You don't just retire in the middle of a game out of nowhere. No, and yeah. then afterwards, yeah. he says like he doesn't regret it. He doesn't regret the, no, that decision at all. I don't think he does. Shout out to Rudy, man. His team is falling apart. The Buffalo Bills are falling apart. At the seams. Here we go. Another question. Do you think that they should call Tyrod Taylor and ask him to come back? They should call somebody. I don't know who. <laughs> call him. Call him. Call, call Tony Romo. Maybe he's available. <laughs> How terrible are the ties? What do you got? That is the, the NFL – has to we change. Got a tie it. in week one. We got a tie in week. They two. have to change that. I okay. think. I think that after the first, let me think. Let me see what you think about this idea. Right, Just here. thought of it right now. After the first overtime, let's have a kickoff. What does that mean? Like a you like go a from like the twenty, contest. you make start it from the, the twenty, 20 and then back thirty ten yards, blast forty until someone misses. Yeah, you want to have Greg the leg in that situation, right? Yeah, it makes you, know you it makes you value your kicker more. I like yeah. that idea. Yeah, I ain't mad. You're not putting no players at risk, right? You're at the end. Of, it's like a shootout. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, you know what? That was a genius idea. That is a good idea. I agree, and it makes it fun. But I think the other part is just play the game until somebody wins. Like, yeah. Why, you why can't, are we just playing until somebody wins? Why not? You can't you, for you, safety you, reasons. Safety reason. You can't have them out there for another 10, 15 minutes. Just going at it's each a, it's other. It's any more dangerous though than it already is. Yeah, because you're adding time on them being on a field. It's extra time Yo, playing. I mean, the, the other day when it Miami, takes a split second for something to happen. Who Miami played? Yeah, but they it weren't was like actually seventeen playing. hours. The games. It was just on and off the field, on and off the field. That was against the Titans, Week One. Yeah, 
Like, no, was it, it the Titans? Yeah, it was that, the Titans. that game took forever. They were start and stop, start and well, stop. Because of your body's ready, your body's not ready. But yeah, but, but they could. But they we're couldn't. just looking at it from like a safety point of view, right? In the sense of like the yeah, guy, they, the guys are playing an extended we're amount of time. We're talking about actual playing time. Okay, yes. but, but I'm but think about what I'm saying for a second. The guys are playing, then they're stop playing, then they're playing, then they're off. Yeah, but for you, another forty minutes, then they're back on the field. So how does your body get used to what's going on? You think on they either? weren't in the you're locker room? Maybe be more prone to injury at that point too. Well, none of it. You're not warm. Right, I agree. I agree. So okay, you can't play, but there's got to be more of a reason than it. I hate the ties. Tie has to go. How do you feel about the tie? Tie stinks. Rich tie stinks. Okay, cool. The only tie that should ever happen is the one you put on with a suit. (laughs) Let me see what else I got. Are you actively trying to break that boom arm? No, I'm just trying to fiddle with (laughs) it here. Okay, here we go. Peyton Manning has the record: 55 touchdown passes in a season. Can Patrick Mahomes beat that? You know, he's on pace to get uh, 80. Patrick Mahomes has to throw 3.2, whatever that means. Basically three Touch, touchdowns right. a game. Touchdowns a game for the rest of the year. He has to average three touchdowns per game, at, and at the end of the year, he would, have, he would I mean, break it. I got a two-part answer. Okay. I think he has the talent around him to do it. Okay. And I think that he has the talent with him himself to do it. But I don't think that as your first year a starting quarterback, you could keep up that pace. I think he's going to have a phenomenal year, maybe one of the best years, maybe even MVP. I mean, the sky's the limit for him. But in order to beat that record, you have to be consistently throwing three or four touchdowns a game, and I don't think that that's going to happen. Okay. The way I see it, it, where it may be possible is the defense in Kansas City is not good. They're going to have a lot of points scored on them, so I think the Chiefs are going to have a lot of opportunities to come back from being down, and he's going to have a lot of opportunities to throw the ball, so I think that helps him. The defense being bad, them being down in points, hey, Patrick Mahomes, throw the ball. Yeah, it's just, you know, you get one or two or three games within the year where you only score a touchdown, and uh-huh. now th- that record's un- unmakeable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but maybe one game he only throws for two, the next one he throws for four. So what do you think, Rich? You think he could break it? 55 touchdowns, Peyton Manning's record? No. I, I don't okay. think I, – I think he could, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's going to. Okay. All right. All right. But it's the same thing what you were saying. I think they're going to be in a lot of shootouts. That defense isn't good, so it's just going to be a shootout, and that's going to give him opportunity to throw for a lot of touchdowns. Yep. They and he has Barry. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, I know. He's gotta be back. He just got re-injured again. He's. I think he's close to being back soon. Um. All right. What do you got? I mean, that that was my my agenda that I did. I just there. have what a got? snapshot, shorty. Yeah, I got a quick stat here that I thought was pretty cool. Uh, with Deshaun Jackson with his 75-yard touchdown on Sunday, Deshaun Jackson tied Jerry Rice for the most career 60-plus-yard TDs with 23. Put some respect on Deshaun 23 Jackson, touchdowns of 60 yards and over. Wow. That's insane. Wow. And I didn't, I didn't know Jerry Rice had that. That's what I'm too. saying. That's that's what I got out of that. How good was Jerry Rice? Right? Oh, Jerry Rice. Whenever wow. you're compared that's to Jerry Rice. just about every record ever. Dude, Unreal. Gosh, Jerry. I, wish we, I wish I was alive to witness his whole career and understand mm-hmm. it. Yeah, you know, I got to I see a good, a good portion like his last couple of years in San Francisco, which were great. I seen him in Oakland for a while, but I did see him in San Francisco battling the Cowboys in, in that NFC, just like murdering teams. Him and Steve Young, just it was ridiculous what they were doing over there. I never Unreal. seen him in Montana together. I was too young for that, but definitely. Then T.O. came Young. upon. Yeah, yeah, that, they they were serious over there, but 
Man, oh man, oh man. It's a great podcast so far. We're in an hour or so, so we're rolling. We won't go too deep. We won't go too long on this episode here, but we, we want to keep... You want to do your segment? You want to do the segment? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, what I'm, that, that's what I was getting to, Rich. What you got here? So let's do this little segment because there's been a lot of times we made predictions on this podcast, and unfortunately, the player or the team never gives us any respect. They make us look silly. They make yeah. us look like fools. Yeah, I want to. I, so I will not. <laughs> I want to quickly uh, tell y'all guys something. Ant wants to call in. Okay. So, should he call? In? Whose phone should he call? Do you call mine? And then you know, yeah. Frank, you want to keep tell the him. phone up to the thing. You know how to do it best. What do you want yeah. to do? Is pr- or call your? Or you want to call him from your phone? No, I can't call him from my. Phone. I'll call him from my. Phone. All right, All you right. got nothing. Let's do the predictions All now. Right. Cause he wants to make his predictions, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's All get right, so him then we'll get back phone. to this no respect thing. Let's get him on the phone. See what he got to say. Cause I got a little beef with him. You know, you do know he's gonna talk about how he almost nailed his Corey Clement bowl prediction last week. That's funny. Eagles lost though, didn't they? Yeah, they, they lost did. to Tampa. And yo, I I got a little something to bring up with him because I listened to the episodes. I listened to the respect the chat episodes, man. I'm gonna need that phone so I can tell him what he said too. Yo. Hello, fantasy football experts. How may I help you? What's going on, Ant? We missed you, bro. How's everything? Everything is good, man. Working hard over here. Working hard. That's it, brother. Got to. Got to. Yo, you got your picks lined up? You know who you got? No, I don't. I don't. I don't even know who the hell's playing this week, but I'll, I'll jump into that right this second. All right, check that out. Yo, I got a little something that I'm going to look at right now. Hold on. Don't talk because we don't got your phone your, your, your phone by the speaker. That's how we do things over here. I just wanted to quickly tell you what you said last week. I wanted to repeat your words back to you, and then you could answer. You said, when the Cowboys doo-doo the bed, we're going to let you have it. Then you said, the Eagles got... Uh, the Eagles are gonna beat the Buccaneers. That's what also you said. You said we're definitely gonna be two and zero. We're gonna beat the Bucks. Fitz, four hundred yards, four touchdowns. That's not nice, Ant. What you got, Ant? Man, you just called me in <laughs> to set me up, huh? You that's just called the setup. Me right, into, right into the kill room, and that's it. It's over. That's called the setup, right there, my friend. That's why I love you. All right, now nah, I gotta give you your props, man. The Giants look absolutely garbage, and. Cowboys look good last week, man. Nice. Dak, Dak said challenge accepted, and, and he ran with that and, and did his job. Appreciate that. Still uh, under 200 uh, yards, but that's fine. But I'll, but I'll take a win. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd like to see a little more out of Zeke, though. Not that it's his fault. You know, everybody's, everybody's they're bunching in on him, and they're, they're making his job really hard out of him. You know, hard for him, but I'd like to see him do his thing over there. Yeah, I totally agree, man. They need to give him more carries. Um, yeah. And just Fitz, Fitzpatrick throwing 400 yards and four touchdowns. It's hard to do anything over there against that, you know? For the, All right, so I got my picks here. Richie sent them over while, while you know, we did it on the down low. Okay, um, here we go. What you what got? Am I picking here? Three? Three yep. teams, yeah. Three teams. All right. I'm going Jacksonville over Tennessee. Okay. I'm going Green Bay over Washington. Okay. And I am absolutely going Minnesota over Buffalo. Very nice. You think they could cover, what is that, 16 and a half points, Ant? Dude, I think they could cover 116. <laughs> <laughs> the I Buffalo would... Bills look like a high school team right oh now. They my... are awful. Oh, my gosh. What the? What is going on over there? Yo, hit me. What would you think? We talked about the Triple G-Glovkin fight. Let me, let me hear quickly what you thought about that. 
Yeah, I think I think uh, you know a lot of I've seen a lot of mixed results looking online and seeing people's reactions to it, and uh, I think the judges got it exactly right from what I was viewing. I, I thought Canelo, I thought it was almost a tie, and I thought Canelo won one more round than Triple G did, and that's the way the scorecards pretty much had it. And uh, you know, I, I think I think Triple G. I thought I thought it was a great fight, but I thought Canelo was obviously more the aggressor and i'm glad that you know i've seen a lot of fights over time happen where somebody wins the first half of the fight and then the person that wins the second half of the fight because it was the more recent and it was towards the end of the rounds come out and win so i'm glad that the judges kept the first half of the fight in mind and i honestly i thought it was called fairly i don't think anybody got robbed it wasn't like somebody had the scorecards with this crazy lopsided score it was it was exactly what i saw it, it was it was canelo winning one more round in triple g what the, what round would you say that do you have know off the top of your head what round do you think he won above him canelo yeah because they're saying canelo won the 12th the judge who gave canelo the 12th round gave him the win and so that's what they're saying the round was the yeah, 12th I round yeah i would say canelo uh looked like he edged out that 12th round uh, it's hard to kind of replay everything back in my mind right, right. now and go over you know the, the, each round particularly but i thought canelo uh f- from my memory i thought canelo kind of edged out that 12th round and and you know he he took a few losses before that and a few rounds before that but i think he knew that he had to end it with a little bit of energy and, and a little bit of action yeah, no, I agree. I think Canelo looked really good in the 12th. I think for the first time in the fight, um, Triple G looked a little weathered in the 12th round, but I think Canelo looked weathered in some rounds as well. You know, evidence by at least from what I've seen, and I feel like others did too, is that Canelo was rocked three times in that fight, still fought back, but, I mean, clearly rocked. I didn't see Triple G rocked at all, but how good was the fight? It was a really great fight. It really was. I would have, I would have enjoyed somebody hitting the deck. Uh, you know, even though I'm, I consider myself a true boxing fan, and mm-hmm. it's, for me, it's not all about that. I respect defense just as much as I respect offense. But I would have liked to see with two big sluggers like that, somebody really get in trouble and and see, you know, how what the outcome would have been. Um, as far as uh, Canelo getting rocked. Unfortunately, you know, you're right. He did get rocked, and, and his knees buckled a little bit, but unfortunately you don't get extra points for getting rocked. You know right. what I mean? Those, unless the guy touches that grant, touches the canvas, those are just considered power punches. And Definitely. At, at the end of the day, Canelo landed more power punches at a higher percentage. Mm-hmm. Yo, I, we were saying as well, just two guys that got in the ring, ate a bunch of big shots, Put on a phenomenal show, and two of the best. I mean, that was. There's not two better fighters than those two guys, man. Canelo is unreal. Anyone else steps into the ring against him, and they get put down. Anybody steps into the ring against Triple G, and they get put down. I mean, you. I just feel like they run it back again, just so I could see that beautiful display of boxing one more time. Right, and Mike, as you know, I I, I do I, I like both fighters almost equally. I like. Mm-hmm. Canelo just a little more than I like Triple G, but yeah. I will say this just to keep it real on uh, respect to chat right now. Uh, I think judging by what we saw in the first two fights, if Triple G was about I don't know, five to six years younger, mm-hmm. I think that would have been uh, uh, two wins in a row for Triple G. 
Clearly. I agree. Might have put Canelo out. Yeah, I agree with you. I totally agree. I think the age factor it hurts him a little bit. I think Canelo's a little more marketable with him winning. But with that being said, I, I, you know, I'm not mad at it. I, I think they're two phenomenal guys. One guy got the win, the other guy didn't. But for the most part, we've seen two great fighters together and you know I know me and Frankie are on the other side of that we love both Canelo and Triple G but we love Triple G just a slight bit more but Canelo fights anybody else and I'm on Canelo's side all day long but great fight even the undercards man we were saying three knockouts in the undercards those went by quickly as well so it was really really cool yo quickly I want to get one more prediction out of you Khabib and Connor had the press conference Connor gave him the verbal beat down came in a funky fresh suit came even with his whiskey didn't have a fresh cut which I was upset about but that's okay um who do you think wins that one you know listen uh, as you guys know I I'm not the biggest UFC fan as far as knowing every fighter but I, I have been watching MMA for I'd say at least eight nine years now mm-hmm. so I I know I know my stuff. I just don't know every single fighter out there. I don't know a lot of the newer guys. I don't know a lot of the smaller names. But, you know, judging from what I'm seeing, you know, I could honestly say I would I would love to see Connor take this one. But I can honestly say, man, I wouldn't be surprised if Khabib took this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he Connor looks a little more like he's trying to sell these fights which is great for him because he has you know from what i understand he has a partnership in it and the more the fight the more the, the more money that the fight makes the more money he makes mm-hmm. um it's not a fixed uh price for him but i think i don't know man khabib there is evidence i was watching something yesterday really quick uh that they were saying that usually one-dimensional fighters are actually have the the longest runs in the UFC guys that are, are great at wrestling mm-hmm. guys that are great strikers you know what I mean so guys that can mix it up everywhere you know don't necessarily always tend to have the upper hand and I think a guy like Khabib man once if he gets Connor down you know 20 20 what is it 26 guys have not been able yeah. to get out of that once he, once Khabib gets them down yeah and you know He's not a stupid fighter. He he does not want to take this loss, and it's going to be really really interesting. And I'm going to make a bold prediction on that fight right now. What do you got? There is going to be drama regardless of what the decision is after the fight is over. You're going to see some kind of craziness happen inside that octagon. I guarantee it. Oh, they better step up the security big time for that. Around it, before it, after it, even when they lock the gates, man. Those two guys, it's going to be like gladiators from back in the day going at each other. So I agree, man. But Ant-Man, we appreciate you calling in. We miss you a ton. I'll be seeing you next week to get freshied up. I can't wait for that. And uh, I'll definitely be talking to you soon, no, brother? All right, boys. Enjoy your night. All right, peace. Ant in the building really quick, giving the quick predictions and whatnot. So we're cool with that. And let's jump right into the last segment of the night. Richie, what you got? Before we do that, you guys want to do our bold predictions of who players that are going to have oh, a good week? Oh, right. We can't you want to do that, that real quick? Yeah, we can't forget that. All right. Bold predict. You got, do you got some, Rich? Uh, Yeah. I have one, definitely. Okay. I think this is going to be Hopkins' breakout game against the Giants. I think he's going to have – I'm going to go with 140 yards receiving 
And just I'll, I'll give him one touchdown, but I think he's gonna have a lot of yards. I think he's gonna dominate. 140 yards receiving. That's what's up. Okay. But against the Giants defense okay. and that secondary, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think this is gonna be his game. Okay. And then my second one, I'm gonna go with. I didn't really think about this one mm-hmm. yet. You guys got one. Come yeah, back. I got to one. Me. I got. I got J.J. Watt getting three Ooh. sacks. Wow. He's a, he, you know he hasn't had a sack in, in, in two years. Yep. J.J. Watt getting three All sacks right. on the Giants and a fumble recovery. One of those wow. are going to be a slap the ball out. All and right. Someone's going right. to pick that up. Three sacks and fumble recovery. And uh, and I got my man Deshaun Michael Jackson dancing <laughs> in the end zone. The I Jackson say, Express. I say he's going to get 150 yards receiving and two touchdowns. Against the Pittsburgh Steelers, that's why I said he keeps up the the big time, big time scoring for him. So Jax, let's go and let's go, JJ Watt. What you got? Yeah, Frank? You got any anything, bold predictions? Frank? Before I give this bold prediction here, yeah. I want to give a shout out to uh, the podcast diva Mike for quarterbacking this episode. Ain't yeah, that you the did a good job. We know last Ain't episode was truth. all over the place, and we kind of made a conscious decision to try to plan these episodes out a little bit better and organize my, my them a little man bit. Came with a game plan and everything. I, I like it. You. I'm Let's usually go. that guy. We got to give Mike some type of job, right? That's yeah, it. Definitely. Yo, LeBron, they say LeBron's the GOAT. They say Tom Brady's the GOAT. Oh, don't even go there, Mike. I'm not saying I'm the GOAT. <laughs> but they're saying, but I did read this. Snapshot Shorty did say that Joe Montana is the real GOAT. 4-0 and in Super Bowls with zero interceptions. Nice. I feel like we threw, I think, I feel like we did that good tonight, fellas. I feel like we threw a bunch of touchdowns tonight and we didn't have any interceptions. So I, I think this is one of our our, our best episodes right Yes, here. sir. Yes, sir. Well, you got any more bowl predictions, you know Rich? I want to go. I didn't give mine yet. Oh, you didn't give yeah. I got to give just one more. No, no, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. I thought Rich just had one more to go still. You know, I do. Oh, you do? Go I do. Ahead. Go ahead. Finish yours. You know I want to go Josh Gordon, but I can't go the same players mm. every week, so right. I'm going to stay away from it. Okay. I'm going to go Calvin Ridley, 100 yards and a touchdown. Boo-wee. Calvin Ridley wakes up. Yeah. They realize they got him on the team. Yeah, he, okay. he scored it. a touchdown last week. 100 I, yards I think and a touchdown. I realize how good he is and maybe try to get him the football. Okay. And my other one, Marcus Peters, two interceptions. Nice. We said that earlier. Marcus Peters, he got four on Phillip Rivers, two picks for him. That's definitely a bold prediction. So I went, I went Hopkins. With 140, right? Okay. With a touchdown. Yep. I'm going to go another receiver who I think is going to be really good this year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Allen Robinson. He's going to have over 100 with two touchdowns. Ooh-wee. The Bears, baby. Let's go. I like what I the hope Bears so. are doing this year. I hope so. Trubisky, man. I got him on the So those are my squad. two bowls. Throw it. Sling it. All right. So we want right. to get back to this. Last uh, segment. Yeah, last segment. To the, to the, not, the, the no respect list. Yes. All right. So like I was saying, since this podcast started, we kind of been – you know, giving some credit to some teams or players or fighters, whatever it may be, and they're not really backing us up. So, right, I want to make this list. It's going to be called the the no respect list. And I we're know gonna, who's on the top of that list. We're gonna throw teams on there, players on there, and we're gonna keep them there until they start proving us right, and then we could take them off the list. Definitely. So I just want to know who, you, who, what are some players or teams that you guys want to throw on this list? Because I got, I got, I got well, my. Yeah, My Rich. team. Give yours. Give yours, Rich. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You, Me you. and Frankie Boy are both going to agree with yeah, this. Yeah, because I've basically been a, <laughs> been, a, been a Giants fan. I've oh. been sticking up for you guys. I'm going to keep Is it the whole Giants team or just the O-line? Putting my neck out. No. Yep. Eli whole- Manning. Clutch okay. quarterback. Okay, you're I've right. Been, I've been I've been sticking up for you guys, and you guys just kick me right in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're right on the top of the list. We've been giving Mike so I much. I will heat. say though, 
that out of those, what was it, like six sacks and eight hurry-ups or something like That's that? That's exactly what it was. Seven, seven of them were from one guy. So maybe you need to get that guy off your line if he yeah. gets beat every play. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Eric Flowers, I think, yeah. regarding to. Come on. Yes. And, one, and one was a strip sack, recover, fumble, recovery. So, the Giants, you're number one right now. You get no respect on this Let's podcast go. until you start give, showing us something. Me and Frank, they look argued, terrible. Argue what, what, with Mike. Exactly what Mike called them. Yes. They look terrible. Yes. yes. So, Mike. All right, y'all. We're sorry. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're sorry. All right, y'all. We're going to admit we were wrong. Nice. And we're putting the Giants at number one Come on, on the no Giants. respect list. Okay, here we go. Who else you got on that list? I won't make you sweat that out too bad. I can go off right now. And I was saying to myself, I'm going to go off. And that's <laughs> it. You know what? That is not living righteously, brother. I would have agreed with you. Nah, it's all good. Yo, I, th- listen, I'm just pumped that the Cowboys got the win. Uh, I was pumped that I got to text some Giant fans the next day and say, like, yo, y'all stink. And uh, and the Cowboys won. I need the Cowboys to beat teams like the Giants and the Eagles and the Redskins. I need those wins. So I was pumped for my boys. I was pumped for the one big drive they had down the field, the bomb to start the game. Dak Prescott looked great running the ball. Zeke, they got to give feed the ball a little bit more, but – Yep, six sacks, eight hurries, one for a fumble. So, Giants, right now you're the I first like to, team. I like on, to put John Gruden on that list too. I thought that he was gonna coach that team back I into ag- the playoffs. I agree. I agree. We'll put Gruden on that list. I, I did have Cleveland's offense on this list because that was they before just, the game. That was before, but I kind of, I kind of, we kind of could still put them on. Because I think they proved themselves as long as yeah, they keep Bake up there. But I was yeah. going to put them on before. This um, before last night. Before game. last night, yeah. Know who else I want to put on there? And this so is the this Giants is, are on the list right now. John Gruden's on the list this right is, now. This is tough. This is this this hurts me. What do you got, Rich? But I think he deserves to be on there, and I want him to prove me wrong. Who is this? My boy Joe Flacco. Oh, I've been saying all Joe along Flacco. that he's going to be really good this Don't year. Don't hold your breath. Oh boy. He had a great game in Week One against Buffalo, which right. is a horrible team. And then last week, he, I mean, he, he didn't look horrible, but you lost to the Bengals. So, but he he needs to get it going. He has great receivers around him this year. He needs to be more productive. So, mm-hmm. put Joe Flacco on there. I want him to p- to prove me wrong. Joe Flacco on the list. I want bro. I want him to give me some respect and start playing well. I got another one. Oh man, my list could go on forever. <laughs> what you got? I got Leonard Fournette. I feel like he needs to prove me wrong. Listen, Oof. your boy over here called that, and my dumb beep <laughs> pre- picked him up in a oh, fantasy league. <laughs> I said all Leonard along, Fournette, you cannot going, boy. trust get Leonard going. Fournette in fantasy football. Oh boy, he's going to have a lingering injury all year long. He had one last year, yep. and guess what? Game two, he has a hamstring issue, and he's not playing. Not a hundred percent. I called it. It's going to be like this all year long with him, and I was stupid, and I went with him. And you went with him. Y'all going to put Sean McCoy on my um, on that list? Sean McCoy, I talked you up. I told all these guys, you can be good. He's going to be good. He's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. They're going to get in the ball like crazy. McCoy took a dump week one. McCoy took a dump week two, and he even got injured. And now who knows how long he's going to be back. So, McCoy, I love you, bro. Get me back on the McCoy train. I want to be on it, but right now I got to step off for a little bit. I think if Ant was here, he would like to put Derrick Henry on that list. Without yes. a doubt, we're we'll gonna put speak him on for Ant, and we're gonna go Derrick Henry. On <laughs> I was that just list. gonna say, should we put the Titans on there? But Ain't they no. got a win last week. Yeah, now so we'll just, we'll just go Derrick Henry right now. I don't now. think you could put. Him I know, on but there they beat the Texans, hurt. who we all predicted go was Derek gonna be Henry a good team this year. Should the, the Texans be on there? The Texans. Sean Watson. 
I don't know. I, I, let's put the Texans on there. I think as a whole, they just look. They don't look. They good. lost to Tennessee last week good. without Mariota. Oh, the Texans, the Texans, the Texans, the Texans, and look what you did to us, Texans. We're trying to be credible. <laughs> Giants, John Gruden, Flacco, Fournette, McCoy, Derrick Henry, and the Texans. I, I think. I think this is that's a good the list start. right now. Before we run through the whole <laughs> league, let's start, let's keep it then. But let's also I want to beat down John Gruden just a little bit more. This is what you did, John Gruden. You said I don't want to talk to uh, Khalil Mack. I ain't gonna work a deal out with. Khalil Mack, I'm not going to this, that, and the other thing. And guess what happened? The guy is the best player right now defensively in the NFL. The the Raiders, as a defense, have two sacks, one forced fumble, and one interception. That's what the Raiders, as a defense, have all of the guys. Khalil Mack has two sacks, two forced fumbles, an interception, a fumble recovery, and a touchdown. He Get is it, killing Mac. your whole team. Shout out to Khalil Mack. Did you we see, love you, brother. Did you see what he said about a pass rusher? He said a good pass rusher is really hard to find. Who said that? John Gruden? Yeah. He said he, except he was on your team. He was on your team, fool. And, Yo, yeah, and you're he's the reason. Like, yeah. He's the reason why I think they had to cut him. They gave him so much money. Yeah, all right. Well, whatever it may be, he's on the list. I'm just going to throw one more in there. Uh, one more. One more. The Steelers organization. Uh, I don't yes, respect you yes. whatsoever. I mean, I had you guys winning your division. I had you guys going far. You did my boy Le'Veon Bell dirty. You got you, yeah, lucky a- we didn't talk about Antonio Brown in this no. whole thing. I don't yeah, know what's AB going on frustrated. with that. It, the whole thing looks like a mess over there. I know they don't want to admit it, Steeler fans, but listen, you'll want, you look like my record that we got in this in this league, man. You got, you got no wins. You got one loss, and you got a tie that's not good you got no. two losses basically. and you know and and it's just like the defense looks bad i know pat can agree with that shout out to pat but like you know i don't i don't know what's going on here man so the steelers are on my list too we're throwing them on there too the, the, we don't really it? talk about them but let's just put them on the list who's that all the nfl kickers and, and we don't okay. we don't we don't talk about them okay, we don't we, we never really gave them like oh the kickers gonna be good yep but listen the kickers this year are doing horrible. Terrible. Did you Terrible. See, did you see the first so, kick from the, the dude on the Browns? Oh, no, I missed. It was like a must make, and he made it, but man, was that a duck. <laughs> and it was like straight left, and then at the last second curved into the upright. Who's their kicker kick now? Out, they, they, they like God out. himself guided that ball in for him. Unbelievable. Who's their kicker now? Is they, they cut that Gonzalez yeah, kick. They, they, yeah, they, the guy who was already on the team, I think the rookie is something, they called them up from okay. the practice squad or whatever he was doing over there. Man. But yeah, but, let's just put the kickers on there. Yeah. We don't talk about it, but That's I it. just think it's Prove us that, wrong. Yeah, we put you on wrong. the list, prove us wrong. Um, I would if I had more time, I would go into it. But shout out to the most hated fantasy squad. I know, I know the fam, I know the family group. They wanted to veto my trade with Rich. We gotta give our plugs. You know, we'll, we'll we'll let that go on for another thing. I love you guys anyway. Congratulations to my cousin John and uh, and, and and his beautiful wife to be Addie. Man, we're, we're happy to go on, go to that party we'll in see a couple you all weeks. Next week. You know, we're gonna see what's going on with that. But we congratulations to y'all. We love y'all. But shout out to the most hated. <laughs> shout out to the most hated. But yo, you can check us out on iTunes. Yes, Stitcher. Yes, our YouTube. You can check us out on, on Elite Sports New York. You can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Yes, R E S P E C K. D-A-C-H-A-T. Please, man. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Give us a little like button there. Give us a view. There's just a couple clips of what we're doing here, man. But episode 24, the Ken Griffey Jr. episode. Let me turn my hat backwards for Ken Griffey Jr. Got to. Got to. Shout out to the Respect the Chat Squad. Love you guys. Peace.